Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM830 KLAA. My name is Sergio. I'll be your host. My co-host, Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the AC Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, everybody. I've got Mr. Tony Williams is here. Good morning, Sergio. Wait a minute. Let me give you an introduction. Tony Williams, owner-operator and drinker of Bite On Fishing. (laughs) How you doing, Tony? Hey, good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everyone. Glad to be here. Got a great, exciting show right ahead. And then I see that you have the shovel in your hand. That means you must have dug underneath the totem pole. (laughs) And with the earthworms, here he comes, (laughs) IGFA and Western Outdoor News and part of Angler Chronicles, Mr. Andrew Max with Max Fish Reports. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. Do you have a business card? I don't. No. Yeah, because you don't have enough room to put all this stuff. Uh, Tony, uh, we're, we're, we're just simple people here. You uh-huh. know? Anyway, no, it's card. all good. Uh, we're trying to get a hold of Steve. Okay, Steve, uh, you know, of course, we're at the PCS show, so he had to travel. So we're trying to get it through to him. And then Ben, Ben is busier than can be at the accurate booth. So um, all good. All right, uh, let's start where we usually start. Okay, I want a freshwater report from both of you guys, and uh, let's let our listeners know what's going on. Go ahead. All right, sounds good. So, yeah, so freshwater trout is where it's at. So right now we'll start at Santa Ana River Lakes. They came in again Thursday, full truckload, Mount Lassen trout. They stocked both lakes. Do you know, let me say, when you say full truckload, about how many pounds? Are I would say a full truck can hold anywhere from 45 to about 5,000 pounds. Okay, but we, I don't think they're putting 45,000 pounds, do you? No, no, 4,500. 4,500, okay, yeah. got it. Okay. 45,000 pounds, man, I would be there right now. <laughs> so, yeah, so a full truckload came in. Um, with bigger fish, again, mixed in, a lot of double digits are being caught, you know, right over that 10-pound line. Um, again, the biggest fish uh, caught so far this season was uh, just above 19 pounds. So Santa Ana River Lakes have been getting some pretty good-sized fish. Um, I've seen a lot of catfish actually being caught lately. Um, that's kind of, you know, a few lakes, actually, the catfish have been coming alive, um, and, you know, and biting, uh, you know, different power bait, uh, you know, inflated night crawlers, things like that. Um, one thing that, uh, that Santa Ana actually just posted was that for the first time, in, I would say, almost two years, I mm-hmm. believe, right before COVID, uh, they're having a trout tournament. And this is a lightning trout tournament. It's a $20 buy-in. They're going to have 50, uh, 50-50 big fish, blind bogey, free raffle. Um, you know, so look for uh, right right at Saturday, March 12th. That's what's going to start. So uh, that week, look for big lightnings coming in. 
and it's going to be it's going to be a, a huge event. You know, um, it's it's going to be a good turnout too. What weekend is that? That's going to be March twelfth. Uh, a couple weeks from now, March twelfth. I mm-hmm. love Santa Ana, and not to include with the lightning trout, like you said, those that if somebody's already caught a nineteen pounder, mm-hmm. man, what's the biggest uh, trout you've got there? Uh, the biggest one I got there was nineteen point two, two pound test. I still got you beat, Andrew. I still got you beat. Yeah, well, I got twenty one and a half. I'm liking this sword fight yeah. here. Good guy. Now, I got a twenty one and a half pounder, yeah. uh, but I waited in about five hours later. Okay. I, I should have waited in earlier. Maybe I could have said it was 23. Now, you, you know why Tony <laughs> caught a bigger one, though, right? Because I wasn't using bite on back then. There you go. <laughs> so let me see if I get this straight. Um, Tony, your biggest fish came out of where? Santa Ana River Lakes. And your biggest fish came out of where? Uh, Santa Ana River Lakes, yeah. Uh, were these natural fish? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, here or were these here stock goes. fish? Oh, no, yeah. these were natural. But these they, were. They, they, they've, they've been there their um, whole life, haven't they? Yeah, Ron, these, these were Ron, two pound Ron, tests. It's time to educate the boys. Definitely. Okay, not braid. No, no. Not in another country. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> here on U.S. soil. When I talk. When I talk, yeah, when I talk and Ron talks, you guys have to listen. You guys are our kids. Ron and I are are the seniors here, so here's the deal. Mm -hmm. My biggest fish, even in stock, 27.8 pound rainbow. By the way, non-stocker. Was that on an official IFGA scale? Um, How do you know? It was on a, I think it was on a, back then it was a Berkeley uh, scale. Oh, okay. Okay. And I know, <laughs> right. and that was, and it was, but listen, even if I'm off, I'm not off by five pounds. Well, it's possible. Yeah. Okay. So, and I have pictures of it. I think we've seen a picture. That thing is huge. It's like, dude, you know what? It, you know, okay, so uh, Car. Oh wait, we got Steve Carson. Steve Carson, director of the Penn Fishing University. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, guys. It's a miracle of modern electronics. There you go, man. Yeah, so, Steve, Steve. you can get into this because, you know, Steve, I send Steve when I'm not sure what type of trout it is from South America. I always send him and I say, hey, Steve, I need a fish ID. All right, and he always gives it to me straight. there's, There's something about those South American fish. They migrate back and forth to the ocean a li- I, don't, you know, I don't know why. Maybe it's the reverse magnetic field. Who knows? But they migrate back and forth a, a, at a little different pace and a little different schedule. So the colors are not completely wrong. It's not like they suddenly look like you know a bass. Mm-hmm. But they are different. Well, they, they changed their the name. Fish up here. So they changed their name. So we know they're <laughs> rainbows, and then they call them plateada, which means uh, plated, like like a silver plated. Can they fish get... read? No. Do they know that their name is changed? No, but us Argentines can, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so uh, yeah, and you and I were talking. It's very possible that you know because of their movement. Okay, now the difference with the fish down there is they're not stocked. Mm-hmm. Okay, Some, somebody must have stocked them, I guess, at some point. Well, yeah, they, they had to stock them to get them there, but and then there's been especially rainbow trout, which has pretty much been transplanted everywhere on earth, mm-hmm. you know, where the water could even remotely, you know, allow them to survive. And of course, in some places they didn't survive, and in other places, um, notably some spots in South America where they, they had to alter their lifestyle a little bit, um, but they've managed to thrive so isn't that the uh um jurassic park philosophy life will find a way that's right and um and then and there's some spots in new zealand uh where they have not only survived but they're 
you know, they're just monsters. So, so, I mean, I hate to say it, but everywhere except for the the western slope of the uh, of the west coast of North America, uh, rainbow trout are an invasive species. Mm. And you know, and that's not necessarily bad. Uh, a lot of invasive species get a bad name um, just because they're not native to whatever that whatever that water is. But I, I find it really interesting. South America seems to be where you get the most variation, if that's the right word, from uh, you know from from the original you know form of what they look like, what their lifestyle is. You know, when do they go to the when do they go to the ocean? When don't they? Um, uh, and the pictures you send me are so cool. I mm-hmm. mean, they're they're just beautiful, beautiful fish. You know, what I like what I like about it. They're, they're, they all seem extremely healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the shape of the fish is very, God, how you said, probably as natural as you can probably get. Okay, um, and, and they put up a huge fight. They're also not line shine. And I was about to say what I was talking about. I see. I remember Steve was on the line here. Was we? I didn't use two pound test. Mm-hmm. Okay, and back in those days when I was there, I was planning this trip. And my cousin says to me, "Hey, you're coming down. There's a new product that came out. We don't have it here yet. It's called Spider Wire." Mm-hmm. And I go. Okay, I go. Yeah, you know, I started fishing with it. I'm not sure. I didn't even know what to do with it, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And he goes, "Well, just get some." I said, "I only think uh, I could only find, I think, 80 pound spider when it first came out." Steve, when it first came out, it came up a very high um, thickness, right? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Um, we, we, it took several years, um, a for just for the stuff to become reasonably available. I mean, every store was out of everything. Mm-hmm. And then uh, as we learned a little bit more, uh, you know, how to use it, how to, you know, the knots are a little bit different, et cetera. But, yeah, the whole the whole point was how strong it was. So most people, sounds like you did too, were fishing the old line diameter that they always fished with mono. Mm-hmm. And so if, you're, if, if you would have been fishing, you know, 15-pound mono, well, the same thickness of that is 80-pound super braid. Right, and it's so because that's what you were used to. So what happened was, so I go out there and I buy a, I buy this spider wire that cost a fortune. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, now okay, well, what do I do? Time. And I had this small uh, bait caster. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm going, well, I'm going to throw this. I might as well. I'm, I didn't take a rod with me. I just took a couple of bait casters. Okay, and I took when I had some of this. I try to put the spider wire on. It would slip. It would. It was crazy until I figured out you had to put a piece of tape and or, or something on the bay. Finally got it because if, if it slips too much, I mean, you'd get a bird's nest, you know, instant. Mm-hmm. So finally got it to put in tight. Somebody told me how. So I go down there. Got 80-pound t- spider wire. And I go, oh, I forgot to bring line. I'll just borrow some line. My cousin said, no, just tie your lure to that. Straight through? Straight through. And these wow. things were biting. So I did get a 27-plus. On 80 pound. You like that one? That's got to be That breaks all somewhere. the Steve Carson rules. <laughs> all right, hey, we're going to take our first uh, break. When we come back, we'll uh, we'll talk some more. We'll get to finish the, the report, and then we're going to get on a lot of other things. Folks, you're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. We'll be right back. Forever's a long time. Far from enough time to spend with you. I will always 
Ducks Radio AM 830. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale-watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily Adventures, Lifelong Memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Ducks Radio AM 830 KLAA. That's R-O-C-K in the USA. Yeah. All right. Welcome back. Everybody. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. Before we go any further, I want to big huge shout out. We've got a lot of response so far this morning. Good morning to all. It's kind of hard to name everybody, but good morning to all. And thank you for joining us every Saturday morning on Angels Radio. So as we went to uh, break, we were talking about some of the local lakes, okay, and what's been going on. So... Where did we we got where, where did we get to? Uh, well, we started at Santa Ana River Lakes. That's about as far. <laughs> that's as, we as got. far as we got. <laughs> but we did go to we did go to South America there yeah, for we a went little to Argentina. bit. Argentina. All right, so let, let's come on back. We've got we get the flight, go through customs and LAX, and we're back. <laughs> All right, so from there we're gonna go to Mountain Lakes. Uh, Mountain Lakes uh, is stocking again uh, every Thursday with a thousand pounds. Uh, they're closed on stock day, so they do five hundred pounds in each lake. And one thing about Mountain Lakes lately, I would say in the past month is the size of the fish. The average has oh definitely been coming up. I mean, we're talking an average of three pounds. Most fish are like in that four-pound range, and you're getting a few fives, yeah. and then I have seen a couple sixes as well. I know that uh, Tony was there what about a week and a half ago. Yeah, we went there. We went there on uh, Saturday, and you know, it was, Mountain Lakes is a, a resort where you can you know take your camping and your family, and they're getting ready for the Super Bowl, and it was a big event, but. We just ended up staying there. It was a perfect weather. Just spent the night there in one of the cabins and caught some, caught some fish for dinner. So it was a it was a pretty nice day. Oh, that's awesome. So uh, so from there, uh, we're gonna go to Hesperia Lake. Uh, Hesperia Lake uh, just announced next week, the first now, hold time. Hold on a second, Ron. When was the last time we were at Hesperia? It was almost uh, what six years ago when we did that barbecue. We did that, yeah. 
Oh, that was eight and a half. Remember? Yep. That was six a, years ago. Yeah, seven years ago actually. Yeah. No, so no, it was, it was our first two years. No, no, it was during Ronnie time. Oh, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Wow. We it was that, probably uh, in his last two years uh, with us, with and he. Ed Brister, after that. Yeah, but that, Ed's been gone a long I time. So, so it had to be Ron. It had to be what, 12, 2012? Yeah, wow. like nine years ago, because we had that Argentinian barbecue. Well, no, right. So my, so I have a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Who I said you want to come and, and we'll, we'll cook and so we went out and we did. He bought all the right mm-hmm. cuts and stuff, and Ed Rister gave us that big huge barbecue. Right? Yes. And Bachi, his name is Bachi, and and he can cook like crazy, and he started. Bar- we ate pretty good, didn't we? We ate like kings. You even had? Did you did you try that blood sausage or was that all me? No, we tried a little no, bit of I, everything. I, no. No, Ron couldn't handle the blood sausage. <laughs> oh no, the, no, you're right. It was the blood sausage. That, that was all you. And we had Argentine chorizo, which is is a lot different than the Mexican. It's, it's not spicy like that. Mm-hmm. We had chimichurri. Right on the water, filming a commercial for the right. Uh, RVs. Right, we had the RVs were there. That was when Josh got smoked no, on his line with like eighty yes. pound tests and something huge, something giant, man, smoked. Well, we hard. chased that fish. And we were all over the place. I was filming it. I remember. Yeah, Asbury does good with stocking. Yeah. They've been yeah, year so. after year some so pretty good, big fish. That's been a long time since we've been there. But so what's what's going on? I in wonder if that was the big sturgeon that was in there because they had one over two hundred pounds that they stocked. Well, he couldn't ago. stop him. Yeah, oh, he, he was about to get spooled, and he said, I'll just pop the line. Yeah. And, uh, remember that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so Hesperi Lake, uh, next week they're stocking 1,000 pounds, uh, but this time they're going to put 500 pounds of lightnings. First time they've done it this year. Uh, a lot of people have been asking for them, and then they heard and they listened and requested the lightning trout. So from there, uh, Palmdale Fin and Feather, uh, they've been doing very well. Um, they've been stocking every week, uh, except this week. Uh, they skipped out on this week, but they're going to re- uh, resume stocking next week. Um, but the catfish have been coming alive. They haven't stocked catfish since the uh, summertime. And uh, a, one angler caught a 17-pounder uh, the other night. Uh, I know uh, we went out there uh, the other day on Tuesday, and then uh, uh, we caught one cat. And then right after that, uh, we probably hooked into a big one because we couldn't really stop it. I mean, I, you know, on six, on uh, my buddy was using six pound test. Um, he tried to slow it down and, you know, snap the line like nothing. Um, so from there, uh, we're going to go to uh, uh, Orange County area, Irvine Lake, you know, all those lakes there. Um, Irvine's going to stock uh, on uh, February 21st. Uh, it's going to be, uh, actually, they stock for this uh, next week. So next week, uh, you can fish them over the weekend. They're only open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And uh, it's still only five bucks to park there. So that's, I mean, five bucks per car. If you put one person in the car or if you have 12 people in the car, it's still five bucks. And it is walk-in only. Uh, Diamond Valley Lake, uh, they're actually going to stock next week. Uh, They're going to have 3,500 pounds of trout going in on uh, February 22nd. Your first chance to get them would be uh, that Wednesday. And then uh, from there. before, Before you leave DVL. Um, if you've got a boat, and a lot of my friends do, the bass fish has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Large bass. I mean, large, large. I'm talking big, largemouth bass. Really? Um, yeah. Then you know, I heard of a couple at seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, and so you know they're not telling you where. 
but mid-lake, some of the mid lake, yeah. But if you have a boat, I mean, you know, because I mean, a lot of people go there to fish off the shore. But if you happen to have a boat, you can launch it there. You have to go through the check-in, right, for the quagga mussel. Yeah, they they inspect your boat, um, you know, and all that. Make sure it's got no water in it from other lakes and all right. that. Um, and then if you're, you know, passed with flying colors, you can launch it right there. Yeah, I've and if it. you don't have that, you can always rent one. Right, and and I'm telling you, really good bass fishing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean, for the, especially for this time of year. Go ahead. Yeah, so from there, um, we have a, a pretty close by DBL. Uh, we're gonna go up to Lake Hemet. Uh, Lake Hemet, uh, they just stocked uh, four thousand pounds of trout three weeks ago, but what Lake Hemet announced uh, the other day that they again they haven't had it since pre-COVID. Uh, they're actually gonna have a trout derby, uh, April thirtieth to May first. It's a two-day derby. Uh, what it is, it's it's a uh, thirty-five dollars each day if you pre-register, and then uh, forty dollars uh, if you sign up that day or at the gate. Uh, it's going to be forty dollars a person. So I do recommend you know getting campsite, you know staying the weekend because from what I've heard from a local Russell Kitchen was that uh, what they they're going to have a full truckload this time, which is going to be right around that five thousand pound mark, and in that lake, five thousand pounds of fish. I mean. <laughs> That's going to be... It's going to be wide open. Yeah, it's going to be pretty epic. Um, so, yeah, so from there, uh, we're going to go to, uh, let's see, uh, Isabella. Uh, over there in Kern County, uh, Lake Isabella, uh, they have their fishing derby uh, April 9th, and it's going to be uh, for a few months. Um, they used to have it, uh, well, pre-COVID, they would have it, you know, a three-day event. But uh, last year, they tried it with uh, a couple months long. So what they do is they do a giant stocking, and they give you a couple months to catch a tag trout. And then they do a giant raffle at the end of the thing. So this one's going to go starting April 9th. It's going to go through July 4th. Um, From there, uh, let's see, we're going to go a little bit more north, uh, Lake Amador, uh, which is, you know, remember last year they had, they set a couple new lake records because they were stocking them up to about 20 pounds. Uh, they just stocked a 600 pounds of cut bows. Um, and then, you know, and then remember, and I would say September, October, they're going to have a new strain of trout. Um, they're the blue color trout. Um, it's kind of like how the Palomino started or, you know, or Steve. Steve knows the, the, the proper name of them. Steve, proper name of lightning trout? Proper name of lightning trout is West Virginia Centennial Golden Rainbow Trout. Yeah, so it's that's a, a, that's a mouthful. It is. <laughs> it's the same story of how those became about. Uh, somebody was at one of the hatcheries on the East Coast. They saw a couple, you know, one or two trout that were a bluish color. So they took those out, and then they started, you know, producing those, and then they came a, a new strain of now they're a blue color. So I don't know that the proper name that they're going to give it yet, um, but I'm sure the way uh, because Amador they have a whole pond full of them. Uh, they're probably around a pound, I would say now. So they're giving it a couple more months to keep growing. They're probably going to call it, you know, uh, like Amador Blues or Amador, Ama Blues or, or AC Blue. Amador is a pretty interesting blues. operation. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they've got their own hatchery. Plus, they buy fish. Um, it's a little bit smaller than Irvine Lake used to be when it was at full pool, um, but uh, a very popular lake for people. You know, the urban the urban population of Sacramento. Um, to go and uh, and fish. So anybody that's up there, you know, on business or visiting relatives or whatnot, they got a half a day or maybe a whole day to, to you know, duck out and go fishing. Uh, good choice of places to go. And, and, and all your urban trout techniques that you're used to down here, they all work up there. Perfect. 
Yeah, it's 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 a pretty pretty fun lake to fish. Um, I've talked to a few guys that you know did a road trip and went up there, and it's the same thing. I mean, it's just they stock every single week, and there's lots of fish in there, a lot of shore access. Um, the past they have had some pretty heavy rains uh, these past couple months, which actually filled the lake up almost to the top. I think last I read they were like six feet or eight feet from uh, from the max that uh, that they can have. Um, so from there, uh, then you're going to go all the way over to Nevada. Um, I know it's kind of out of our range, but Pyramid Lake. Pyramid Lake, they have monster cut, uh, cutthroats over there. That's the Lahotian strain. Um, if you guys read up on how that fish came about or actually reintroduced, they actually found a strain in a creek up there. Uh, about 100 years ago when they built the dam, it cut off uh, their, their breeding access pretty much to get from Pyramid to Tahoe. Um, even though people say there, there's, you know, the water connects both lakes underground, and I mean, there's a bunch of stories about that kind of stuff. But it's kind of a cool story how they reintroduced them. You know, found that strain, reintroduced them, and now they have the the giants again that are swimming giants. around, around 20 pounds. Um, I know I heard of one uh, a couple years ago that was probably closer to that, about 25 to 28 around. But um, if you guys are gonna fish this lake. I mean, you are allowed to keep a few fish. Um, I think it's one over 24 inches, but release them. I mean, always want to do catch and release, especially for this strain of trout. You know, get a nice picture, handle the fish carefully. You know, don't, you know, stay away from its gills if you can. You know, grab it by the mouth, grab it by the tail, support the weight, get a good picture, and let it go. Sounds good. So, yeah. All right, so did we get to all the good stuff there? Oh, yeah, yeah. I just have one more uh, fish to report. Um, this one, uh, Josh Gordino, um, he's from uh, from up north. Uh, he actually caught and released a 52-inch long striper. It had a 31-inch girth, um, and it bottomed out his 50-pound scale. Uh, I mean, he he estimates it around 60 pounds if you do the math on that. But I mean, but this fish just from the uh, um, just from the pictures, I mean, it's just a behemoth. So from there, I got one more lake, but I'm going to let Tony finish it off. It's our favorite lake. Go for it, Tony. Lake Elsinore. Your home. My home place. Yeah, man, we got some not only good fishing, but we've got some great events coming up. I think he did that on purpose. Ron, this reminds you of anything? When we used to hand it off <laughs> and the music would come on? I think Andrew did this on purpose to stop you. We've been <laughs> writing notes music. to each other. Stay yeah. tuned. Don't All go right. away. Don't go away. We'll give a full Lake Elsinore report. In fact, some events coming up. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're going to be going. To, it's more than just fishing. So, excellent. Folks, uh, you're on Ducks Radio, AMA 30 KALAA. This is Angler Chronicles, and we'll be right back. Ducks Radio AMA 30 KLAA. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. 
machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The Burn Style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the Fuel Style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Ducks Radio AM 830, KLAA. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio. Ducks Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. And, you know, it's busy uh, busy this morning here. Oh, we got yeah. the monster trucks. Okay, we had a uh-huh. couple of people stop by the PCS show. They said they were going to be here today. And they remember the pictures we took with Sharknado. Okay, <laughs> so, yeah. Truck. It's the monster truck. Monster You know yeah. what? I should put my XB in there and go yeah. through all the little things, you know? Have hey. you seen one lifted? Huh? They have them lifted. XP? What an XB? Uh huh. Oh look at a picture. It's oh yeah, I haven't <laughs> seen one. What I'd like to see is a six wheeler. <laughs> oh yeah. With an extension, that'd be kind of cool. That would be. Then I, that'd the, be awesome. Then I could fit it. <laughs> then you could fit it. Yeah. No, it's all good. All right. So um, as we left, we handed the um, the trout over to Tony, mm-hmm. the the smoking trout here, and you're going to talk to us about Lake Elsinore. <laughs> Well, we've got some good events coming up. Not only is the uh, Dream Extreme Fishing Derby on. So slow, slow down, because it's the 78th. Ron men introduced it last week. Mm-hmm. So what is it? It's going to be the... 7th Oh, uh, it's the um, first week of May. It's going to be May 7th and 8th. Uh, Dream Extreme, it's back to a two-day derby after a year that we didn't have uh, the fishing tournament due to COVID. Uh-huh. So I think everybody's really excited about so getting back the water to two on days. that one. Uh, two-day event. Last year was a one-year event. We, we showed the episode. Um, so all good on that. And Ron? All the other information, you know, price, uh, from what I understand, there. um should uh, be coming out here soon. Coming right, out so here I guess at this point, of weeks. at this point, what we say is save the date. Yeah, save the date. Right, May seventh and eighth. 
Yeah, I think it's going to be. This well, last year was amazing, up. wasn't it, Ron? I mean, we had a lot of fun. I thought we had, you know, after a, the year of COVID and all that stuff, we had that one day. I thought it was pretty doggone good. Damn good. Yeah, it was okay. a fun, fun day, and um, you know, two day we can't wait. That's even better. And then you know, over the last few months through last year, I mean, Andrew, okay, you've been reporting on all the all the stockings and the stuff that goes on, and. Mm-hmm. Um, are we ready to see those 18-inch minimum size stripers? Are we there yet? I think we are. Um, sure. I mean, the biggest I've seen so far was about 16 and a half inches, but that was two months ago. So, and Carson, technically they could be ready, right? Two months. Uh, I'm sure some of them are. Okay. Um, so, at the very least, uh, make sure you've got an accurate measuring device so you yeah. can comply with the law. But really... You know, leave them alone. I mean, let them, let them grow a little bit bigger. Let them, you know, let them to where you don't have to worry about it. I mean, if you're going to keep one, keep one that's so big you don't have to measure it. Okay, so I personally don't eat fish. Mm-hmm. Can you really get a fillet, a decent fillet out of an 18 incher? I'm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can. Well, the trout are this big, and you can get a good yeah. fillet on a trout. Um. I think we need to talk about that because you know, I really want to keep these fish in the lake. Um, right. I think if anybody does hook a legal one that we may be able you know, I think I'm going to tell you right now, we'll walk down to the dock and weigh it in the water. I mean, down there so that they do not have to walk all the way up there. I, I would really don't want those. Scale down there? Right? The different, yeah, we'll have to figure something no, out. Wait. No, but I mean, you know, if they bring them up in water, like they do the bass, they'll be yeah. okay. Because, I mean, they bring the... the well, yeah, that's true. If they have a bag, a wet bag, maybe. Yeah, they have a wet yeah, bag. They're eating healthy. There's a lot of shad in that we, lake, a lot of activity. There's, right. you know, uh, I, I think we're going to see a couple so, of Because the stripers surprises. were put in there, not necessarily as a game fish, but as a control fish, yes. right? Mm-hmm. They were put in there to control the carp population. The carp, that's, you know, that's their only purpose, so why take them out? I mean, there's so many lake, I mean, so many fish in that lake right. of carp. And so what they're designed to do, especially at 18 inches, is to eat the babies. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, you, you, you know, don't worry, I'll take care of the big ones. I, <laughs> they eat arrows, you know, I'll take care of those ones. That's no problem. But they're designed to eat, you know, those bigger, those smaller carp, and it's going to help the lake out so much. I mean, so if you do catch a a legal wiper, being an angler myself, your moral limit is to let it go. Except on the 7th and 8th, because they could be worth a lot of money. Yeah, (laughs) so keep them in a wet bag. (laughs) But maybe what we do is uh, the fish has to be brought up in a live. Yeah, true. But, you know, Andrew has a legal scale Mm -hmm. that we can do it down there. Yeah, I got the IJFA certified scale. The problem is I don't know that our scale. So it, yeah. that's yeah. Here's the deal: they bring in bags, Ron. All yeah. right, so you know they bring the large mouth in there, and, and, and we get them. We're able to release them fast. Yeah, I think if we penalize them for bringing in a dead fish, yep, that will ensure they bring in a live fish. Because everybody's got bags. Yeah. That's one of the reasons. One of the regulations they have bags. And, okay. and please be really careful that they're over. Like Steve said, have a, a good measuring device that you can read. Because when you measure them, yeah. I'm actually because the sheriff is usually in the Department of Fish and Wild. Yeah. Plus, you measure them there. and weigh yeah. them at yeah. the station. So yeah. anyway, so bottom line is, so this year we may have that that and, category open. And may, maybe an adjustment too. You know, if you do catch a wiper. 
from the start of the tournament, you catch one, bring that thing in immediately. Yeah. And we'll maybe we can weigh it, you know, a special time. You know, oh, scales are open for wipers only. You know what? We're, we're going to figure that out. We still yeah. have a few, a couple of months in between here. We'll, 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 we're going to have to figure out just to keep that. And you know, the same rules would apply to a largemouth bass. Yeah, right. okay. absolutely. So maybe those two categories, we do something a little bit different. Okay, yeah. maybe you maybe you are. And for those two categories, oh, that way God. every fish is, is, is measured on the same scale because they go. do vary. Mm -hmm. So maybe we do all the catfish and all the other stuff on the big stuff, and then maybe you're down at the at the at the uh, at, dock. at the dock there, mm -hmm. and you weigh all the all the stripers and all the largemouth bass because yeah. you can have all the. And there's going to be too. yeah. There's going to be yeah. a ton of catfish caught. I know they've been. I mean, they've been stocking very healthy for the last few years. Yesterday they stocked some more bluegill and crappie, mm -hmm. and that lake is just going to be. I'm talking. There's so much. When life the crappie in that lake, decide guys, to go off, oh, people mm -hmm. don't realize. In fact, Steve, I don't know how much you know about the crappie. Um, you know how much, how fast they multiply. They multiply very quick. Okay, and that could be a great thing. You know, William is known as the crappie king. Mm -hmm. Okay, because of that lake. Uh, any idea, Steve, um, how fast they they multiply? Well, fast. I mean, in, in any lake, you're you know you've got a complex uh, you know food chain, and it, it varies a lot. Something interesting, just going backwards a little bit, just to uh, um, something that we touch on all the time, which is where the lakes are inspecting uh, you know boats that are ready to be launched to make sure that they don't have water. They're not really looking for water from other. Um, other lakes, they're looking for the possibility of quagga mussel or zebra mussel. Mm -hmm. So then, what happens if uh, if uh, if the unfortunate thing does happen that that those get into a lake? Not only do they cause all kinds of problems on the you know the docks and the intake pipes and whatever's in the water, but the 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 mussels are very very efficient at filtering the water of uh, you know. Uh, you know, tiny, tiny organisms that are really the basis of the food chain. So then a lot of small fish, in particular crappie, are vulnerable. The little tiny baby crappie eat the same thing that the mussels are filtering out of the water. So if you happen to have a big infestation of quagga or zebra mussel in your water, chances are that crappie are not going to be doing that well. So see, everything is connected. I like that. I like that. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, you said they just stocked uh, uh, Lake Elsinore. I'm sure we'll have a few more stockings before the Dream Extreme. Okay. Yeah. So um, we're That's ready to go. Rumor. And then uh, Tony and uh, Ron, actually Ron and Tony, because he's your senior, bro. Okay. <laughs> um, they handle all the way station, all the rules there. And then uh, you... Oh, you're gonna to have to take some duties here, IGFA mm -hmm. dude. Yeah. Okay, down at the dock, and um, Ron, that may that may be the solution if we put them with a scale at the dock, so only the bass, so the the striped bass. I yeah. think they have the the wipers and the. Uh, Maybe before we start, I just don't want to see that that such a, a great fish, uh, both of mm -hmm. largemouth and them mm -hmm. to be. Yeah, we'll you know, figure it out. Yeah. Figure you know, out. Even if we just do you a know, bag you know, and, 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 we're fine. and at the same. Time, I, I do have to make the disclaimer. It is perfectly legal to, for you to catch it, absolutely, yeah. and keep it. Um, it's just that we we try to encourage you to let them go. They 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 grow very fast. The bigger they they 
they, they grow the more mm -hmm. they eat and the mm -hmm. more they get rid of that carp situation yeah. and, and i'm not saying get rid of the carp but keep them oh, in check yeah. and, and you know remember too if the fish just swallows your hook all the way down and then say you know yeah you keep the fish and take it home and eat it or what you, you can know? do is just cut your line right. and let the let the i think most hooks still rust <laughs> and they will right. rust off yeah they have a bigger chance if you just cut the line and let them do their thing. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, Sergio, Sergio, on that on that topic, I'm talking about mainly largemouth bass in this case, because uh, back in the day, I used to keep quite a few pet largemouth bass in a big aquarium, mm -hmm. and you know, I and I would catch the little ones and put them in the tank, and then once they got to a certain size, I would uh, you know let them back go in a, it. It was a, it was an urban pond, a city pond, so it wasn't you know going into any any major lakes. But what would happen every now and then, they would they would eat the bait all the way down. And since I was going to keep them for a pet, I didn't want to. And by the way, that's not legal in California. Let's just say I was in a different nearby state. Um, uh, I would just literally cut the line, uh, you know, flush with their mouth and put them in the tank. And with usually within a week, sometimes it took two. Uh, I mean, I'm not kidding. Magically... Uh, the hook would just be on the bottom of the tank. <clears throat> yeah. And over the years, I've caught enough bass uh, where the hook, you know, they, they had been hooked and either they broke off or somebody cut the line or whatever, and they had, had the hook still down in them. And the, I, how could we do this on the air and not get Sergio kicked off the air? Maybe we want to get Sergio kicked <laughs> off the air. That could happen. Let's just say the hook was not coming out via the mouth. No, no, obviously. Yeah, it, it just was, passes through. It, it just it passes was, through. passing through in the other direction. It looked, I've caught at least three or four bass in my life that way, where it looked, oh, extremely painful, but the fish was in, you know, very good health, and it was also pretty obvious that in, in a short period of time after that, that hook was going to go right on through and, and be on the bottom of the lake. Mm -hmm. So, um, but... Digging around and and you know performing major surgery, to to quote unquote say oh I got to get that hook out. Um, no, don't do it. Leave the hook in them. Yeah, many times you know uh, what happens and it happens in saltwater a lot too. You get a nice uh, you get a bass, you release a bass and and you see the hook. It's just I mean it's in it's in right. it's inside the fish and it's mm -hmm. and it's hooked. That's where you got him. And you know if you try to pull it out, you're gonna rip everything open yep. you're better off just leaving the hook in there yeah. get as close as in you so, can in salt water especially sergio because yeah. the hook the hook is not going to last that long in fresh water the hook will last a while but but the fish either either pass it one direction or the other mm -hmm. and i've caught a, a a fair number of fish where they create you know for I, I suppose what it really is is just scar tissue but they create a cyst you know kind of a hard it's not quite bone but assist around the hook uh, to where it's, you know, it's just, I mean, it's like a scar. I mean, it's there. Not like it's not there, but it's not affecting the fish's life, at, you know, at all. Mm -hmm. But digging around in there and ripping that hook out of there, that's that's the thing. That if you're going to cook them and eat them, doesn't matter. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to let them go and, and feel like you did something useful, then, you know, uh, don't don't perform surgery to get the hook out. So it's good etiquette, all right. So yeah. remember, if you have if it's it's over eighteen inches, it is legal. We implore you. So how many fish? What are, are the fish? Uh, what are we? What are we classifying the fish this year for the winning or for the? Contest? What are the five? The five, uh, right? We got, you got Ron. You got catfish. Right. You got carp. Right. 
You have largemouth bass, crappie. you have viper, and you got crappie. And since, uh, when was the last time somebody won money on the crappie? Was that last year or the year before? No, it's been Two, a couple yeah, years. three years it's ago. It's been a couple yeah. years, yeah. But and I remember we like missed one because of the pandemic one year, right. so it's been a little while, yeah. Yeah, and by the way, just a quick announcement. I've been getting a lot of questions on if Mac baits are going to be available. We're, uh, we're getting, uh, you know, mackerel right now is very tough to find, but we're going to, we have uh, a lot of things coming out, and we're going to be, we're going to be fully stocked up with Mac baits. We've got a new, a new product for the catfish bait that's going to feature Judith and and uh, Ricky and I, I, and I saw that you posted Bugman it up and, in Bugman to good yeah, people. So, so let me I'm ask you a question. Back on the mackerel, um, when you get mackerel, what what, what kind of? I usually get the fresh dead, but I'm buying in you know a couple. Okay, but how much? How much are you buying? It's a thousand. Uh, usually about pounds. a thousand pounds of, at at a time. Which is how many pieces? Do you know? A thousand heads. It's about a thousand. Sure, let's go. Yeah, because they're about three quarters. Because I was going to offer you, you know, we can always go in the center console and make. Let's do I, it. I've been making a ton of it. Let's do it. We okay. got the kids' event coming up here uh, uh, the, the uh, last week of. But you April realize too. we're only getting like five at a time. Anything helps to get to a thousand. Sure, yeah. we, we, do that. we got two weeks. We definitely want to. Okay, no, there's been a lot of. Uh, well, we got kids' events coming up. That well, those those macro are always uh, needed and useful, mm-hmm. um, but typically I'll get fresh dead. That's going to be the best macro that you can get, uh, super fine. And then we, you know, cure it in the bite on Cajun. That's the catfish attractant, and it's been the number one bait. Year after year after year. I mean, now, Steve, uh, just to clarify, there is no limit on mackerel, is there? That is correct. Okay, because it is considered a bayfish. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we can have a ton of that. We don't even have to turn on the uh, the bait well if you want. Okay, <laughs> we'll just put ice in there. No, because I mean, go. here and, and yeah. for the, and when we get into the salt water, I'll explain that. Um, we are mm-hmm. now. If you're coming on the AC sled. And you want to catch a lot of fish? That's not what we're doing anymore. We're only go for go big, big or go home. Mm-hmm. So I'll explain that in the next segment. But uh, Lake Elsinore, there's uh, one more thing we'll mention when we get back uh, about Lake Elsinore. Giant event coming. Giant event. Okay, we will be right back. This is Ducks Radio, AMA 30 KLA. I Radio AMA 30, KLAA. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch 
photograph and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. I'm Isaiah Lee, point guard. I'm Dawson Baker, shooting guard. Listen today on AM 830 as we take on University of Hawaii. No pregame tip-off at 1 p.m. Love you, striper bass, so don't <laughs> be true, largemouth bass. Please take it easy on my calico and my sand bass. All right, welcome back. You're an Angels Duck Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. And Steve, um, we want to make Steve pointed out something very important in the break, and I want to clarify this: that when we go out, we we go out for fun. Okay, as far as the mackerel, there is no limit because we actually make mackerel for our own personal bait during our extension. And Steve, go ahead and tell people what you sent me. Well, what I sent you was uh, that there's no limit on mackerel or even on fish where there is a limit. If the limit's, you know, five or ten or whatever it is, uh, that's for personal consumption. That's right. right. You Correct. can't use them for commercial purposes. And pretty hard to enforce, I imagine. But technically, you're not even allowed to barter them. Right. So if you if you give your your next door neighbor some fish and and he sends his kid over to mow your lawn, uh, technically that's barter. So oh. just be be aware. Good to know. Good to know. Just like the one thing people always get wrong. Wait, Ron, you were going to say so. <laughs> Ron, you were going to see. We saved oh, you from man. getting the trouble. I wish I could pick Ron's. You know that that, that reminds me of the lobster. People don't realize you can only have seven lobster tails in your possession at any, at any given time. That means mm-hmm. if if you have seven on your boat, you just got off your boat, you're driving home, and they, they stop one. you, and they go to your house, and you have another seven or eight in there, you're going to pay a fine for each tail. And if that's the and, case, and that, that goes beyond lobsters. That goes to um, a, a variety of different fish yeah. species, and for that matter, hunting species too—birds and things like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll say um, uh, they'll use them. They won't always, but sometimes they'll use the word possession. Right. And that doesn't mean in your pocket or or, or in your <laughs> ice chest. That means uh, you, uh, you're exactly correct. You've got a limit or close to a limit of something in your ice chest, in your car, you're driving home. And you've also got a, what you, in your mind, is a legal limit of whatever the thing may be. At home in the freezer, you're beyond your Busted. possession limit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. And the, you know, the, the, it, it may not seem like a big deal until you get popped, yep. mm-hmm. and it's not worth it. You, you at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's a six hundred dollar really, fish right there. <laughs> and a lot, yeah, of people, <laughs> a lot of people out there going, "Oh, that won't happen to me." Trust me. And, yeah, it yeah. and also, just a word of caution to <laughs> and to all my friends who have not been um, blessed with um, uh, a big mind to think. Um, <laughs> if, you, if, if you catch, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> if you if if you catch a big black sea bass and you take a picture <laughs> of that fish 
at your house on their lawn. Oh my god. And then you post it on social media. Who would you do can that? almost guarantee oh it's happened. I've seen it. <laughs> it, it. You can almost guarantee a visit from the California yeah. Department of Fish and Wildlife. And oh, black, they definitely check social media. Yeah. There's uh, no doubt about it. So my my point is be smart. First of all, remember you can't even touch them. Okay, people mm-hmm. go, oh, you know, I'm just reviving. You can't touch them. Okay, so what you're supposed to do if you happen to catch one, we, you know, once in a while we get one too, you bring it up and you cut the line. Now, for me, it seems like, well, would you do that? However, Tony and Ron, we were on a trip yeah, for, right. was it Friends of Rollo? Yep. Yeah. And we had California Department of Fish and Wildlife. Well, actually, it was Eric federal. Was it was federal, yeah. yeah. And so I, I throw out a hookup bait and I get... What was about ninety pounds? It, it was a it was a back, big just black. A behemoth. Get it up here, and I'm going. Okay, Mr. Department of Fish and Wildlife. He happened to be on the boat. Yeah. What do we do now? He says, "Searcher, just leave it alone." I go, "It's floating out there. It's right." He goes, "Leave it alone. Just watch." Yeah. It took about five minutes or so. I thought it was a dead fish. It was upside down. Yeah. No, the thing eventually just turned over yeah. and went down. And I'm going, "Okay, so just cut your line. It's not a photo fish." Okay, um, I don't know what it, it's not worth it. So, so what is the actual law on that? Because I do see come across social media where guys will catch a black sea bass, and they want to take pictures of it. In so the they water. think they can put it on their boat. They think you know, it's just you know, I, I'm I'm curious on what is the. It, pro- it, it, it goes mm-hmm. back to also people saying, "Oh, I had to get the hook out of it." Yeah, it's actually not... been a, a, in nothing super recently, but in the last few years, um, for whatever reason, there's a moderate number of black sea bass, some pretty big ones caught off the Oceanside Pier, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and some some of the anglers have then you know walked the fish down to the surf line and you know and beached the fish, and under the auspices of I've got to get the hook out, and they've absolutely been performing surgery, you know, really hurting, damaging the fish to, quote-unquote, get the hook out. And then when they finally get the hook out, that, that fish is dead. It's yeah. dead. And, um, and and they've gotten in trouble. They've gotten a ticket, and, yeah. and, you know, they've been a little bit outraged. Like, well, I was just trying to get the hook out. Yeah. Leave the hook. So let's go to Encyclopedia. Mr. Carson, what is the rule? You do not touch them, correct? Yeah, you don't touch them. Leave them alone. And and unlike other fish, unlike like rockfish, where if they're if they're inflated, you've got to use some sort of a uh, of a descending device. And uh, you know, there's a couple of good descending devices out there on the market to send your your rockfish back down. Once you get them, you don't have to send them all the way to the bottom. Usually, if once you get them one atmosphere down, which is 33 feet, you might have to go two 66 feet. They'll they'll swim the rest of the way on their own. Mm-hmm. But black sea bass just leave them alone. You know, they'll they'll think about like, what am I doing here? Oh, I'm upside down. Well, I'm gonna rest for a little while longer, and then in a few minutes, they kick their tail. They've got a lot of power, and they get themselves back down. Right. So there, there you have it. Don't touch them. Leave them alone. And um, I mean, I don't think there's a shortage of them because they're all over and they eat a lot. But you know, when was it? about 50 years ago now? We were there was, was well, a, a 40 years ago. Yeah, it was that, a moratorium. The moratorium, the moratorium for five years. <laughs> <laughs> it was a five-year moratorium, remember? Yeah, moratorium. Well, which implied 40 years ago that they were going to reopen it. And um, it, it, it is my opinion that, and you're exactly correct, they have repopulated extremely well. 
uh, there's been a couple of instances uh, in the last few years where I've caught two in one day. Mm -hmm. And um, not to mention, you know, hooked really, really big ones that didn't even, you know, <laughs> they're like, what? And most of the fishermen will understand this. If you're in a wide open calico bass bite and it just suddenly shuts off, yeah, that's you why. Know what's going on. Okay. It is my opinion, and, and this is not the law, so don't take the law into your own hands. I certainly would never do it. But that is my opinion that black sea bass, giant sea bass, if you want to be real technical, should be managed in the same way yes. as big game animals. Mm -hmm. uh, you enter a lottery; Tags. they have a drawing, a lim very limited yep. number. You you spend a, you, you pay money just to enter the lottery, and maybe yep. you won't win. You probably won't. Mm -hmm. But if you do win, then you're you're allowed the uh, the privilege of buying an expensive tag, and you get to catch one. one. Yep, and that and that's... that way they could you know they could control the they could control the harvest to, let's just say. Um, Fifty a year for the for the first couple of years, and and figure out what's going on uh, with the population. Use the money, you know, just to, to, you know, to help pay for the studies. Um, you know, again, I go I go all the way back to when you know there was there was always a one fish limit mm -hmm. per day, and there were people that specialized in it. No, I no, mean, they yeah. and, and my my ex my ex teammate, the late uh, Don McAdam, uh, may he rest in peace is still the and will always be the uh the world record holder for black sea bass he caught a 563 pounder um all the way back in 1968 out at the channel islands and um uh he, he was my teammate back when they used to have the day at the docks tournament at san diego and he was really a good fisherman so he did not catch that 563 pounder by mistake he knew what it was doing and there were other people that also knew what they were doing mm -hmm. So they, you know, and oh, now you got me started. Well, actually, before you before you get started, because we got about less than a minute left in this segment, let me let me introduce uh, Mr. Oliver Solis from Fishing Syndicate. You're on the line. Good morning, Oliver. Good morning, Sergio. How you well, doing? You guys are really having a scientific conversation this morning. <laughs> it's all about science, bro. That's mm -hmm. right, man. Follow the science, bro. It's all the barometer. Uh huh. Follow the barometer. Follow the barometer. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're scientifically. Scientifically, the brain is all the same. It's just a matter of you know how so, some of us uh, brains function versus others, Sergio. Good point. Good point. And all right. Steve, but well, Steve, actually, uh, the music, the music already started, Oliver. So hold on to that thought, and we'll go in and we'll just stay with us the rest of the show. Okay. When we come back on the backside, we'll have uh, the sheriff. He's in town. He was at the PCS show yesterday with us. Nice. All right. This is uh, Ducks Radio, AM830, KLAA, Angler Chronicles. We will be right back. Cutting the price of your wireless bill feels good. Really good. Actually, it feels great. You should try it. So cut your bill by switching to Straight Talk Wireless. Now offering our $45 Silver Unlimited plan with 5 gigabytes of hotspot and nationwide 5G on America's largest, most dependable networks. The $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. A month equals 30 days. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Gentlemen. Now you can find the best brands and fits for you without even trying. Just follow these easy instructions. Step one, shop a personalized store that does all the work for you. 
by customizing a selection for your taste and body. Step two, level up your closet with the best brands and fits with little to no effort. Not trying has never looked so good. Introducing Stitch Fix Freestyle, your personalized store. We're so you. Ducks Radio AM 830, KLA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Your flagship station for Anaheim Ducks hockey. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to our number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody, on Ducks Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, and nobody quacks better since I said duck than Tony, but there's also the sheriff, <laughs> and I want to introduce him Mr. Danny Jackson, my friend, the jig slinger himself, and I know he's caught a few black sea bass in his time. Danny Jackson, good morning, sir. Well, good morning, Sergio, and good morning to the A-team, Steve Carson, Ron, Tony, Andrew Mack. You got the full boat in there this morning. Uh, yeah, I do. Sergio. And it, just before I get to the PTS show, I'd like to talk about that for a moment, cause, but uh, just a reminder that uh, for those private boaters fishing out of Long Beach again, L.A. Harbor, Huntington Harbor, Alameda's Bay, Nacho's Barge this weekend loaded with live squid. So that's a, kind of a public service announcement there, Sergio. Yeah, because we stop now, at Nacho's all the time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he's, he's loaded with squid this weekend. So anyway... Yeah, yesterday I was. I spent the whole day out there with you guys at the, in the uh, Anger Chronicles booth, and I, I just got to tell our listeners this show, this PCS show, is the real deal. Don't make any mistake. This is this is big. It's huge. I mean, you got Turner's there, and you've got it's, it's so. I, it's just amazing. I I was just uh, blown away when I walked in. Okay, when well, you, you know I can't in, let you get away with that. You mentioned. Uh, who did you who did you mention Turner's, which is great, but you forget forgot to mention that Steve's there with Bert, with Penn Fishing. I was coming to that. Ah, okay. Angler so Chronicles, ahead. where you were sitting down at the couches with. Ah, I like just to rally up in the morning, Sheriff. Well, I, I know you do. I know you do. But of course, Steve Carson's there, and and uh, again, it's 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 the real deal. It gets bigger and better every year mm-hmm. and when you first walk in the show who you're going to see right there on the right you'll see fishing syndicate first of all then our booth the anger carnegie's booth and freedom boat clubs right next to us um it, you know and this show is laid out so well so anyway i, I just want to mention that i got to you know and it's, it's nice to go to this show and meet old friends you know i got to talk yesterday for a while with my old friend uh my good friend Marlon Mead. I used to work mm-hmm. with him at Irvine Lake. You know, in fact, let's do that. He said that he got through the pandemic listening to our show. It's really cool. So, Marlon, yeah, we love you. We thank you for everything you do. Marlon's a great ambassador. In fact, he's worked with you for how long, Steve? Oh gosh, 
a, a really long time. I, I couldn't give you the number, but a, a really long time. Okay. So that when he says that, over 50 years. How's that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, it, it, and, yeah, I talked with Marlon and several others, you know, and uh, came by the booth. And, and for you guys, uh, the listeners who are going out there today, be, be sure to come by the Anger Carnegie's booth. It's, it's right there when you first walk in the door and, and say hello. And, you know, a lot of people have been doing that. And, I mean, for, for a Friday to get started, it, it, there was a lot of people there, and I expect a lot more this weekend. And as far as getting there, it's the Orange County Fairgrounds. And, you know, like I've been saying, if you can find the 55 freeway, you can find the Orange County Fairgrounds. It's right at the south end mm-hmm. uh, of that freeway. It ends at the Orange County Fairgrounds. Lots of parking there, plenty of parking. And uh, anyway, uh, and you guys were talking earlier about the um, – the Lake Elsinore Dream Extreme Derby that you know, that, that starts actually with the captain's meeting Friday evening, uh, May 6th, and then fishing on the 7th and 8th. Sergio, you always used to call this, and still like to call this, the fun derby, you know, and and, um, and that's what it is. It's not a not a big competitive uh, a riot or anything. It's a fun derby, and and I'm, I'm just glad it's back to the two days like it used to be. And, mm-hmm. Seem to get, it's just a great, it, you know what? It's just a great getaway. You know, we go with, we do the derby, but it's actually a lot of fun, and um, yeah, it's, it's it's been really good. In fact, I'm, you know, you mentioned the PCS show. I'm gonna go take you back, and I'm getting messages here from our good friend Orchid from Baja Fishing Convoys, and she said it was a super busy day for her yesterday, and that the yeah. show rocks. And you're right, the PCS show I think is a new kid in town. I think everybody's there. I mean, but you can see, you can visit, obvious Oliver at the uh, Fishing Syndicate booth. And Oliver, you brought a lot of stuff. You got uh, all the apparel. You can see all the rods. You, you can see all the products, and you can buy them right there at the show, right, Oliver? Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, it's funny. We we actually had requested a ten by forty by the time we knew it was growing, but it was a little too late uh, mm-hmm. to accommodate other people and um you know we, we bought a, a sampling of everything um definitely as you can see the whole backdrop is all apparel um and uh we bought every single rock that we make uh, just you know in, in small quantities and we're just bringing uh whatever we sell we replenish every every morning mm-hmm. so great show i mean uh, as danny said I mean, to go three times as big i you know i was in and out yesterday i didn't get my chance to go walk, walk around but the volume of people is definitely greater than, than what we've seen in past years. Well, yeah, so so what's happening for those of you who are trying to make up your mind uh, to go? I, I highly, I would tell you to go. Um, this show originally, if I, my memory serves me correct, it was just a local... Southern California was for the all the Calico bass fishermen. Mm-hmm. All in fact, all the Ron. We went to the we went to Very all of them. One, yeah. um, they all really talked about you know uh, bass, the local scene. You know a lot of the the guys at tournaments, and then the bluefin showed up, and then they expanded the ta- seminars about bluefin, and then some swordfish, and now with. The, the, in their twelfth year, this thing has just exploded. I mean, now you got Turner's there. Never was there before. Accurate is there, so Ben's carrying his booth. Oliver's there with his. Well, Oliver, you you you've been going there for quite a few years, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, ever since we started the company, I, I've made sure that we were at the shows. And but not with a booth. To see that growth. 
Yeah, but not 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 a not with the size booth you have now. Right, and that's you know we just uh, I make it a point to increase a, a booth per year. So mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, again we we didn't see see this coming with the the, the two shows and how things were going to shift. So, uh, but you know, happy we got three. Um, wish we would have had four or five, but you know we we didn't want to have to sacrifice half of that thing we promised for booth for you. Oh, that wouldn't happen. And I told you, I had confirmation. I when, when Bill the Priest came up, you said that, well, what was it, the way that you said it, that that you were there because of me, and I'm going, no, you're here because of me. We were just having a good time. But I, I guess what we could say is this, and, and Danny and, and Ron, think about this. We have a block party going on, okay, because yeah. we, we have the whole, pretty much the last booth, is our friend from uh, he does the um, the Amazon uh, trips? Okay, but that's only a ten by ten. Everything else in that row is Fishing Syndicate, Angler Chronicles, and Freedom Boat Club. So, it, 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 that and that's and we're on the main block. I mean, you were you'd be calling this Main Street. Okay, Rodeo <laughs> Drive. Who's in, who's in charge of the music, though? You know, I, I brought music yesterday, but it was kind of hard to li- to hear it. You know, that's why I kind of backed off on the music. So, and then if and then what you do is you, you take the ten freeway from that building and you go across, and then you go into uh, the ghetto, and then you see uh, uh, that, that's that's what you are, right, Steve Carson, in the other building. Yeah, I, I, it's not exactly building three. There's a there's a there, there's a smaller hall in between the two big buildings, uh-huh. and so but we're the off the beaten I, I path. I think we're the furthest south. I believe it's we're the furthest south building. I, I believe is what it's called. Yeah, no, and I'll tell you guys if you haven't gone to the PCS show, go check it out. Parking is fantastic. Really easy to park. Yeah, yeah, park, the parking is great. Right, and so um, so if you've been to the Long Beach one, you know sometimes parking can be an issue. Here, it's really cool. It's really easy. Um, it's a good show. It's, I think, just the right size. Cause that, can, could you even take in the other show in Long Beach? In the day, it was kind well, of difficult. Here's the, here's the big thing, Sergio. And, and uh, I mean, God bless all shows anywhere. Mm-hmm. But a lot of shows are, are general outdoor shows. You know, and they've got rock climbing, and they've got hunting lodges, and they've got, uh, you know, all kinds of interesting things that, you know, your listeners in particular may or may not be that interested in this is a salt water fishing show um you know not only is there you know are there no hunting lodges or rock climbing uh you know there's you know not really other than there is there is a nice little pool for the kitties to fish for trout you know but i I can tell you right now it is changing in fact next year it will include fresh water Okay. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked to Bill. He he announced it here last week on the show. You weren't listening, Carson. <laughs> no. Well, it must have been because you were talking. Oh. Oh. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I love it. Thank uh, you, Steve. Really, Jackson? You're gonna get into the game? <laughs> oh my goodness! All in fun. Yeah, Ron, Ron spitting up his tea over here is crazy. All right, but anyway, um, so so here's the deal. Um, it really is a great show, and it is expanding. It's getting bigger, and I think I heard next year's going to be even bigger. So it's great. We have an Orange County uh, show now, which we didn't have before. Everything else was down in Lake County. All right, before we let's get off the show for just for a second. We'll come back to the show, but I know Danny likes to get his stuff done. 
Uh, Danny, we mentioned uh, nachos has squid. Um, what else did we mention? But then we uh, anything on black sea bass? Do you remember the days of black sea bass? Oh well, sure. The you used to film them, didn't you? Uh, well, yeah, and a, a lot of them in Mexico as well. Right. But you can still keep them in Mexico. But uh, the moratorium was put on the, these fish in '81, uh, so I didn't do much filming because I didn't start filming till the late '80s. But um, no, it was it was a big deal in Southern California, too big actually, because we were wiping them out. Well, they're not wiped out anymore. No, oh, they're you, all over. That's a lot of black sea. Yeah, there's a lot of black sea bass. All right, and Jackson. That's a good thing. Stay there. I can hear yeah. the music in the background. When we come okay. back, you can announce the show for tomorrow, and Oliver will be very okay. pleased on this show. All right, folks, this is uh, Ducks Radio AMA 30 KLAA. Angler Chronicles and Tony Clucking will be right back. Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme, Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next-level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Why settle for one boat when you can have access to nearly 20 in Huntington Beach and San Diego? With a Freedom Boat Club membership, enjoy fishing, water sports, and exploring local waterways aboard late model boats from top brands. Call 888-781-7363 today to learn about our one-time entry fee, low monthly membership dues, and three free months when you join the club. That's 888-781-7363 or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Ducks Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. Welcome back, everybody, on Ducks Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. And as we left, I want to promise, Danny, you have the floor, sir. Well, okay, one a quick uh, parting shot about PCS show. We want to get everybody down there. It opens at 10 a.m., I believe, today and tomorrow, Sergio. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. 10 yes. A.m. 10 to I 5 every day. One, 10 to 5. One last thing, Turner's Outdoorsman. Yes. If you want to get these super discounts, you need to go to PCS to get them because this is the only place, only trade show, you're going to see the big Turner's of uh, uh, area there is that at the PCS. Just want to let everybody know that. Now, let's get to television tomorrow, uh, 8.30 tomorrow morning. Speaking of fishing syndicate, custom-made rods, and a lot of other things nowadays, uh, we're going to do the second annual fishing syndicate charter aboard the El Dorado at uh, San Nicolas Island, you know, west of Long Beach there, about 70 miles or so. And you guys just nailed the... the, the uh, the rockfish as usual at San Nick, and so we're gonna we're gonna run that one tomorrow. Of course, you're on the boat, and a lot of the in, industry uh, leaders, uh, including Oliver Solis, of course, and his son Josiah. So 
just it's a beautiful episode it's a lot of fun a lot of good information and that will air on valley sports west tomorrow morning at 8 30 and then five more times during the week sergio yes it's a great show and oliver you you, you want to say a few words you, you were a star on this thing i don't want to choke up i'm just very excited uh sergio you know how grateful i feel and, and, and humbled by the whole situation uh this is going beyond what I ever expected, you know. I expected to just have a little company that would make some rocks for people. And to see it grow to this magnitude with uh, everyone's help, you, uh, your entire team, Danny's been so gracious to us, you know, Ben Seacrest, uh, and everyone in the industry. So um, humbled uh, and, and grateful. And I can't wait for this year, right? You know, we, we've had this keep over the last couple of years uh, mm-hmm. just for safety purposes. Uh, I, I think we we want to go out, you know, we want to go out there and, and, and do our fifth anniversary, anniversary uh, El Dorado again, Southside, um, and you know, let's let's uh, let's go uh, let's go offshore, let's go get some uh, some uh, game fish at the island this year. I, I think so. I think it's going to be a, an amazing year. I really really do believe, and this is the kickoff to that year. So. Excellent stuff. Excellent and, uh, stuff. I have both kids this time around on, on, on this trip. Excellent. 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 I'm looking forward to it. All righty. Uh, Danny, anything else you want to mention? No, that, that's it. We'll see you guys at the show today, 10 a.m., Orange County Fairgrounds, and looking forward to it, Sergio. No, me too, brother. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. Take care, everybody. Bye. Danny Jackson introducing the show for tomorrow. Um, we have one episode at 8, the other one at 8.30. And the one at 8.30 from the whole week is the anniversary with Fishing Syndicate. One of the things I want to mention about Fishing Syndicate is um, yesterday, and you haven't seen these, Andrew. Uh, neither have you, Tony. He comes up and he says, here you go. This is what the new lineup for Angler Chronicles 2020 is going to look like. So they're both, um, what's that? 2022. Did I say 2020? 2022. 2022. He's frozen in time like a lot of the world. That's why it looks so good. I'm cryogenically, (laughs) I'm being saved. (laughs) Okay. All right, stop. 2022. Uh You're you're living in uh, pre-COVID years. That's what you're trying to do now. Yeah, it didn't happen. It it didn't happen. Okay, so it's 2022. I want to see these things. Okay, the 22 lineup for their their limited edition, (laughs) their special edition Angler Chronicle rods. And what really freaks me out is how beautiful they are in addition to the options. So he's going to give you three options of how they can be wrapped. Okay, so if you're like me, I like a solid color, and if you like a little more color, you got some, and you got one that's even got more more flavor to it. Nice. Okay, still very classy, because I, I like my rods classy. I'm not into a lot of colors, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying there's anything wrong. I'm just, it's just not me. I like solid. Blue has been my favorite. In fact, I never imagined I'd have a blue blank until Oliver. Hmm. And I remember the first time, remember we were in uh, Dana, uh, down in Dana Point, it brings me the the this blue thing and I'm going there's no way I'm going to be using that and then so he the, ra- the and first word out of your mouth was that's too gaudy for me you remember that <laughs> and then he but, and he, but he, I was like well I didn't choose Il Padrino so, right yeah but you went right? ahead yeah father. yeah but you you went ahead and you he wrapped the, it in a bass rod and he said he was going to take it out and we filmed it and when I saw the sun mm-hmm. hit 
the the rod on TV looked really nice. Okay, <laughs> just popped, so right? yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, I and, and and then I've had the blue rods. And if you guys watched a lot of the show, I mean, it's all the blue rods. Mm -hmm. If it's blue in my hand, now I have some black rods as well. Okay, but in blue. And I know that, you know, there's a big event happening this weekend there at the show. People are wrapping rods and stuff like that, and they're going for a big contest. But see, me, just simple, black on black on black, that, that's what I like. Black and so, silver. So, yeah. So, anyway, see, silver and black. <laughs> uh, it's good. But anyway, thank you, Oliver. You guys can come by at our booth. It's uh, 303 and 304. And then, Oliver, you got 301, 300, 301, and 302, right? That's right, Sergio. And, um, you know, we, we posted yesterday. We gave out about 50 hats to uh, kids for Black Friday booth. So uh, for those of you that haven't been to the show, make sure you come by, bring your kids. Uh, and we, we got free hats for uh, all kids. There you go. Hats for all kids. Come by and see Oliver at the booth. All right? So, um Great stuff. Um, I, I, it's been good. So let me let me look. You know what's happening on the other side of town, and that would be Steve Carson. How's your building, Carson? As far as the PCS show, uh, it's been awesome. It, it takes you know it, it, it it's a testimony to the show that people are working every aisle. So they come in through the front. We're on the we're on the far back, if you will, if you want to measure it that way. And for like the first half hour, maybe even 45 minutes, we, we don't have too many people. We're like, mm, okay. I actually went all the way to the front, past, even past where you are, mm -hmm. and it was jammed. You could not move in those aisles. I'm like, okay. Uh, people are just taking their time. They're working every single booth. And after, I would say, after about an hour, it started a build up, and at about the 90-minute mark, uh, we were swamped. <laughs> for the rest of the day. And um, compared to, uh, you know, like the last 10 years worth of the other shows in Southern California, or for that matter, the Sacramento show, um, we have a lot bigger booth and it's a lot more open. And it's a lucky thing because that booth was full. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, yeah, people are asking great questions. Um, you know, there's some nice, uh, what they call redemptions. If you buy, if you buy product at, at the show, from any of the vendors, um, you know, some very, very nice redemptions. Uh, we actually brought the nice redemption lady out all the way from South Carolina to handle that. And, um, you know, you can check in the booth and see what products are, are uh, qualifying for that. But, but, yeah, I mean, just people asking simple questions like, hmm, how do I cast further? Um, you know, all the way down to, the, you know, the most minute details. And, uh, you know, we've got a bunch of guys that uh, – are very very knowledgeable, and um, it's been it's been really cool. I mean, I, I I guess an interesting thing is for the first time ever, we've had a, a virtually unlimited supply of pen stickers. You know, most years you know you kind of have to handle those like a miser and just give them out here and there, or you know, to, or to a kid to put on a skateboard. But we've got a lot of them this year, and we're just putting them out. We want people to take them. You know, put them put them on your forehead. We could, in, in fact, you know what I'm going to do? Put them on I'm Tony's car. He likes them. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put them all over your booth, mm. including on you. Mm, well, you know, hey, if it comes with a free reel, why not? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I and the people have been so <clears throat> nice, really, yeah. really nice. It, um, it's a great show, and yeah. I think it's it's um, it's really going to grow. 
uh, with the years to come. But uh, I would just tell everybody right now, get over here, get on it, because it's going to be a great show. Today we're going to have uh, celebrities in the booth. We're going to have uh, Tony and um, Andrew Mack. So, Ron, you and I can just go uh, check out the show. Today's walkabout. We'll be signing autographs for the Sharpies. <laughs> the, start, the start of the show is going to be there, huh? What, yeah, the stars. We, it, yeah, they're, they're the stars. Okay. We, so, we dusted Andrew off. He doesn't have dirt all over him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. It, he's like the, the perpetual earthworm. You just, you know, he's got full of that, you know, the, the, the dirt when it brings it out of the thing. He's been cleaned up. He's good. He took his week, his monthly shower. He, he's good. <laughs> Okay, so it all works. All right. So, um, all right. So, uh, one of the things before we go more into the show that I wanted to make sure, because we, we talked about that yesterday at the show. Um, this is, you're getting close to the real start of the fishing season. I think uh, March 1st. Yeah, March 1st is really going to set it off with rockfish. Um, but you're running out of time. And you're running out of time to have your gear ready. I can't tell you how many people I see. Well, you know, my line just keeps busting. <laughs> or my reel just seized up. I can't believe it. It worked fine last year. And I'm going, okay, guys, if you if you do, fret, I mean, I'm, I'm going to talk more salt water. Right. Okay, because it happens in fresh water. Sergio, I've, t- I've talked to, and, and also in the in the booth, in the pen booth, we also flew the uh, the service manager out from Philadelphia, uh-huh. and as well as I've talked to a number of different tackle dealers that you know that that have repair you know uh, a, a repair person or a repair department, and they have all said every one of them that they have never seen anything like the volume of reels coming in to be repaired, and it's early. I mean, it's early in the season, so if you think you're gonna Go out to your garage and find your reel, you know, that you haven't touched since last August and go, oh, okay, this thing needs some work. Uh, and you think you're going to do that on a Wednesday and have that, that reel ready for your trip on Saturday? It won't. Let, let me emphasize, it won't be happening. Right. Um, you know, you got to give yourself, I would say right now, any of the places that are, you know, that are skilled and have good repair people, um, it's six weeks minimum, if you're lucky. And it might be longer. So make sure you get your gear worked on. Right. So this is the time. And so I, these are, we were talking about with Ron on the drive here. Ron, what did we say? Uh, one of the things you got to do is make sure that, I would say, change your line. I know we're talking about Spectra, but Spectra doesn't last forever. It doesn't. Okay. So look at it, take it out, and look through it. A lot of times, halfway through, you see it's unraveling. You can either cut it there and attach more, or you can get rid of the whole thing, uh, or you can take it all out and put it back in so the stuff that was on the bottom of the spool is ready to go. And um, that, the line is one of the things I would say. Ron, one quick one before we have to go to break. Huh? What else would you... <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, no, what? you... Well, it, it, All right, we we'll come back. I gotta go. See, those are naps that we take <laughs> during the day. Einstein was famous for that. <laughs> Folks, we're on Ducks Radio AMA 30 KLA. We're right back. It's my nap time. <laughs>
Ducks Radio, AM 830, KLAA. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, this is Troy Terry, and you're listening to Ducks Radio, AM 830. Welcome back, everybody, on Ducks Radio AMA 30KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. And as we went to um, the break there, I, I just want to make sure everybody gets gets set up with the following information. It's time to get your stuff ready because the season is just around the corner. And as Steve said, you may not have enough time to get everything done. So get on it right now. And get on it with these things. Make sure that your reel is working properly. You know, take it out, turn the handle, make sure everything's good. Grease it where it needs to be greased and make it happen. If you don't know what's going on, get it to a shop ASAP. It's always good to get a tune-up, just like a car. Okay, So even if your reel you think is okay, take it in for a quick tune-up. It's gone. If you had it since last year sitting there, you're going to need grease, oil at the very minimum. So... Have that thing done. At the same time, get your reel done, check your line. Okay, yeah. check the spectra. Okay, pull the 300 yards out, check it, check it, check it, or replace it. Okay, uh, fluorocarbon from last year is fluorocarbon of last year. It does have a shelf life. We used to say that the fishing line has a shelf life, regular monofilament, so does um, fluorocarbon. How many times, Ron, have we been on the Ocean Odyssey, and Rick just comes by and just snaps it and it breaks yep. like nothing. So get your lines done. All right, who's making noise back there? Is that Oliver, Steve, or Steve? Not me. Oliver, you're fired. Okay, what? so are you make Yeah, you're making noise or something. Something anyway. But is it so so get that. The other thing, um rods need service too, huh, yeah. Oliver? Okay. So check check your bindings. Check. Make sure you don't have uh, rust going on. Make sure you have all the ceramic inserts. Check your guides. 
that's it guys because sometimes even if you don't drop your rod someone else may hit it uh while, while it's on the on the rail uh or you know on the side and uh i've seen guys that come in with guys that were broken or uh crooked because uh you know someone else hit the rod they, they weren't even aware of it yeah and the other the best thing to do is take a cotton ball or a q-tip yeah. okay and, and go around each guide on the inside, okay? And make sure you're not leaving some um, some cotton behind. If you add, that means you have a jag. When the line hits there, it'll break. And, 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 and Sergio, uh, I'm sure Oliver can attest to this. The good old supply chain, you know that thing, um, has made a lot of different guides and other rod repair components very, very hard to get. So if you need to have a, a guide or two repaired, and especially if you want the guides to match what's already on the rod, same thing. You need to get it in early to make sure you get what you want. It's not going to happen on a Wednesday before your trip on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yep, like that it. is right, Steve. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. All right, so very important to have everything set up. Okay, I've got a call here coming in all the way from far away. Long Beach Sport Fishing, Birth 55. <laughs> None other than Oliver. You, 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 what, what, yeah, what, what, what do we say? What's that? You, you, does he need intro music? Because I, I can, I can arrange that. All right, look, look, they, they both, they both want to sing it. But why don't we just go like this? You know. I mean, if we're gonna do it, I say we do it right. We gotta do it right. Okay. <laughs> Yo, VIP! <laughs> Alright, folks, without further ado, our dear friend Steve, the man Phelps, Long Beach Sport Fishing. Good morning, sir. I told you we oh, can't man. resist anymore. I mean, it's just like. Oh, my God. Like I mean, it's a great but, okay, Thank but you guys. Think, on, think about Steve what I'm surrounded by. Think what I'm surrounded by. Yeah, yeah, that was a great I got Ron Hobbs. Watch I got Ron Hobbs, my partner. He has a ponytail. Okay, so I don't know if he's. Uh, 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 uh. No, I, I, I was gonna say modeling for GQ. Pretty the soon. Grateful Ooh, Dead. Yeah. I was gonna say the Grateful Dead. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Then I've got Rockstar. an earthworm here. Okay, a guy that's <laughs> on the underground. I've got another one that I don't know if he's coming, going, if he's here, not here. I don't know. Okay, I got one that I only talked to through the phone line. Okay, I don't even know if Steve Carson actually exists. I don't see him very often. And then I, I'm Oliver. really, I'm really just an AI. I'm, you see what I'm saying? So, Steve, you have your own theme song. The sheriff has his own theme song. Mm-hmm. Theme song. So, you've got your own theme song, and I think that's going to be it. If you want to change it, too late. You didn't get in time. <laughs> no, it's all good. It was great seeing you yesterday, Steve. I also understand uh, that uh, you have a booth, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, it was a great show yesterday, guys. It was great seeing everyone. There's a, there's a lot of people I haven't seen since all this started. You know, a couple of years, it's a lot of people stopping by, saying hi, grabbing some flyers. It was it was a really great show, you know, other than the fact that I was pretty heartbroken and I went to the fishing syndicate booth and Oliver already bounced out. You know, he, he left. He was a ghost. Well, so. but he came back. I'm sorry, buddy. No, GT told me he wasn't coming back. No, so, he was yeah. there. He was there. No, no, but uh, oh, no, he, man. he left early. That's... You know, Steve, that's the problem. When you get to be, you know, big and famous and shh, 
They're not there. Oliver doesn't have time for these little shows. You know, he's a busy guy. Yeah, he's I'm getting, a nobody guy. He gets busy. He gets busy. So very good. So all right. So Steve, what's going on? Well, but um, if they stop by your booth, are you running any specials? Anything? What's what's going on at your booth? Yeah, yeah. We're at booth eight forty three, um, the second building there. It, it was a really good show. Um, we have one show special going right now, and that's uh, if you book a charter at the show for the victory, we're giving two hundred dollars off, but it has to be for weekday charters only. Wow. Um, so two hundred dollars off if you and, and the charter rate's already, you know, pretty low for that boat. Um, if you book through the show, it's a $200 off, guys, so stop on by. And the victory will be ready March 1st for the Rockfish opener. They're just about just about done. we got the Eldorado. They are, right as of right now, their schedule's up, um, departing March 3rd, fishing March 4th, and that's a sponsored double-A uh, trip. Um, we'll, we'll let you guys know about the, you know, the first and second and fishing on the third you know, fairly soon. And uh, the R-On will be running half day starting um, March 1st. They'll run half day Monday through Wednesday. And then they'll switch over to full day Catalina Thursday through Sunday. So they're going to be doing a couple different trips for you this year. But we'll keep you in the loop uh, with everything going on. Follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I'll start posting up, you know, daily once once we have something going on. Hey, but, what is the uh, what is the uh, charter rate for the victory? I couldn't hear him. You know, he wants to know what the charter rate is for the victory. You got to go see him, Oliver. Yeah, you got to come see. Me. I'll, I'll I'll throw it out there just for, just for Oliver. Even though he broke my heart yesterday, I I will I will let him know the charter rate. <laughs> the charter rate for uh, for full day Catalina is is thirty four hundred dollars, and for local is three thousand dollars, and that's uh, two hundred dollars off each of those if you book. You know, you book at the show, um, so it's, it's a pretty deal. good, pretty good deal. Yeah, no, it's, it's an unbelievable deal. In fact, uh, Ron, we we got some we got some trips set up for ourselves. We had a two and a half day trip. Looking forward to it. Never done a two and a half on the Eldorado. Really looking forward. It opens up so much. We can go offshore for tuna. We oh, yeah. we can hit all the islands. We can do whatever we want. You know. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we'll you know be we'll go to the Tanner, then maybe come in get some yellowtail over at uh, Clemente. You can do a harbor cruise in Long Beach. Okay, that's for the earthworm. <laughs> okay. All right, Steve. Yes, sir. Sergio, I hear there's a uh, fishing syndicate sponsor trip for the Memorial Day weekend in case you are available. It leaves on Saturday night, fishing Sunday. Okay. Returning on Monday at 5 a.m. You know what? I think it'd be cool. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool. Anything else, Steve? No, I just like you guys mentioned. You guys. <laughs> I got you covered, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you, guys, uh, you threw me off. I, I don't even remember what I was going to say now. Damn it. Um, oh, you, just, just like uh, you guys mentioned earlier, you guys have seven trips with us. So uh, seven. You guys book seven. You guys book. Yeah, there's some trips you book uh, through Angler Chronicles, and there's some trips you book through us. You can check the schedule for all that, guys. So love um, it. I think I'm on ahead, the first uh, trip. You so think go ahead and book with us. It's mm-hmm. LongBeachSportFishing.com. That's, uh, once again, longbeachsportfishing.com. Click book online. Uh, if you have any problems, give us a call, 562-432-8993. And if you guys didn't make the show yesterday, the PCS show, come on down. It's a really, really good show, guys. Yeah, really, both, really good show. Both Saturday and today from, Yeah, it's 10 a.m. Today it opens early, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. So mm-hmm. get there early, come have, a, come have a few drinks, 
good food good food there yesterday actually really good food see mm-hmm. everyone I'll see you guys today. Um, but hold on a second. By, you, so. What did you say about yeah, the Yeah, Steve, uh, the El Dorado. Uh, I'm on the first trip, right? Oh, 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 you, you think you're on the first trip. You think. Trip. You I think. think. It's see, see, you think, <laughs> and I'm going, yeah, 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 you think <laughs> you're on. It all depends how you say yeah. it, okay? Now, we're, my, Ron, I think I'm going to have to baptize him, the earthworm. I don't know. It just <laughs> slips Throw right some out. Water across see, the Steve, not, he's not, he's not <laughs> safe. Under the totem, I'm earthworm. Okay, because he lives in the to- underneath the totem pole, six feet under. Glo- we let him crawl out. With, was that glowworm? The glowworm. The glowworm. Glow Steve, yeah. Steve always calls me Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Who does? <laughs> no, 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 no. The Fresh Prince of Angler Chronicles. Get oh, right. there you go. Oh, dude, there I don't claim go. him. Hell no. <laughs> I was no. a rescue. Remember, not a, not a not a. He's a rescue. That's right. He's, hey, he's not was... adopted. He's he's a rescue. <laughs> it was good to see you yesterday, buddy. All right, Steve. Oh. It was a pleasure having you on the show, and everybody, go visit the man himself. Oh, yeah. You like how we do that? A word to your mother. And today, a word to your mother. In the right. booth today, he will be there signing autographs, Ice Baby. All right. All right, take care, Steve. We'll talk to you later. I'll see you guys at the show today. All right, perfect. Excellent. Thanks. Yeah. So there's so many personalities, so many things mm-hmm. going on. you got to get off your... But <laughs> and go to the show. You got two more days, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and people don't realize the amount of seminars that are going on. I mean, uh, even you can even see Mr. Carson there. Carson, you're you're part of a panel, aren't you? Yeah, I'm on the Bluefin Tuna panel, and it's way too early for me to know exactly what time those are going to be. So so consult the schedule at the show. But but yeah, the Bluefin Tuna panel. I'll be up there. So. Uh, you know, bring your best questions, throw them up there. All right. We want to hear them. All right, let me get uh, this gentleman in here. I've got, it looks like Captain Rick Scott from the Ocean Odyssey. I believe the Ocean Odyssey actually hit the water today. We missed him yet. Or, I mean, this week. Good morning, Rick. Good morning. How is everyone? Good. Hey, you coming out here this weekend? No, I'm too busy trying to get the boat set up. Okay, but the boat, you got it, and now it's in the water, right? Yeah, we're in the water, back at the dock. Now it's time to get ready for school trips this week. Start our school season this week. And, uh, oh, wow, okay. And first fishing yeah. date? <laughs> You'd have to tell me. I haven't even looked at that yet. I'll tell you in just a minute. I see Ronald gets you hooked up. All I well, know is we got three. We, our, first, our first fishing date will be March 25th because we have the Battle of the Branches. There you go. Which, yeah, we, we, and you're part, we're, we're going to be part of that. It's really good. I think Steve Carson is going to join us, and Ron will be there. Ben will be there. Oh, Ben couldn't be there. He's going to be in Fiji, I heard. But uh, what a tough life. Mm-hmm. The Twins, yeah. season won't start until June. June, right. But we will be on March. Well, that's good. We'll get an extra, an early test of all the all the stuff. That looks good. Also want to yeah. commend you, um, and I'm going to put you on the spot, but you're going to talk about it. Uh, you recently received a, a commendation or a, a recognition from the Coast Guard. People forgot, was it July of 2021? Uh, yeah, last year. Okay. Why don't you tell people what went down? Uh, well, we had uh, finished our fishing for that morning, caught our limits, and we were going to make a 100-mile move or so, and I heard a guy frantically calling the Coast Guard, saying he had uh, lost his son overboard, couldn't find him, and he put out the numbers where he was, and we weren't 
there, but we were close, and it was right on our track line pretty much. I didn't have to veer off very far, so I figured we'd go in there and help for a little while, and we spent a couple hours in there uh, working a grid, and uh, we ended up finding the, the gentleman that had fallen off his dad's boat, been in the water for four hours. Wow. And he was alive, and you got him on the boat, and... Just one guy floating out there in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, he fell yeah. off his yep. dad's boat. I mean, just, it's just yep. crazy. And, you know, I, I, you know, when Rhonda fell off the boat, I, I totally get it. I mean, you know, it, it could happen. It yeah. could definitely happen. Yeah. You know, people say to you, me... You probably saw her. His dad did not see him go over the side, so it had been a little while. He didn't know exactly where he had fallen off. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Well, you know, that, and, been... and that's the thing, you know, you, know, you got to well, train for, you know... I mean, you guys, mm-hmm. you know, people go, how, how do they find a needle in a haystack? Well, these guys find patties, which are needles in yeah. the haystack. So all your crew, not only are they trained by the Coast Guard, not only do you have procedures for this, on top of that, the experience that they're getting from just the fishing, I mean, you knew which way the current was going. You knew, I mean, how to position the boat, how to pick up. These are things that are picked up by being on the water. And, I'm, you know, uh, we didn't talk about it too much last year, uh, but... Uh, it's so important, you know. It's so important. I, I commend you. I know the the Coast Guard gave you. Uh, I don't know. They named a, a city after you and a country after you. Key to the city. Key to yeah, the city. Right. No, he yeah. didn't get. The, he got. He got the the anchor of the city. Oh, because he's a boat, right? Yeah. All right. No, no. But I, I want to commend you and say uh, well deserved. Um, and I know you. You're very humble. You don't want to talk about it. But I made you talk about it, <laughs> and um, because you, you well, you deserve. It's just, all, it's, all, it's just another day of work on the water, and I did what I had to do, and I hoped any captain would do in, the, in that in that uh, situation. You know. Well, I'm sure the gentleman and his son are happy. Yep. You were there. All right. Yeah. All right, Rick, hang out with us. We'll we'll close the the show with you and with Oliver and Steve Carson, and let's see. I got Mia, Hia. And I got me and Ron, and of course our earthworm. In, our earthworm. Okay, <laughs> you're on <laughs> Ducks Radio AMA 30 KLA. We're right back. <laughs> Hi, this is Troy Terry, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. 
I'm Andre Henry, shooting guard, UCI men's basketball. I'm Dawson Baker, shooting guard. Listen today on AM 830 as we take on University of Hawaii. No pregame tip-off at 1 p.m. A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. Well, welcome back, everybody. We're on Ducks Radio, AM 830 KLA. And then we got Rick on, uh, on here. So, Rick, you're not going to make it to the show, but if you want to get on the ocean, honestly, Ron, do you know what our three trips are? I do. Okay. Um, we'll be right with you. Um, okay, so we have, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they, they always come back. We have uh, July July um, 13th through the 15th, a day and a half. And then we have September 6th for our two and a half day, which is uh, you, you booked through us. And the other one you booked through uh, Ocean Odyssey. And then we have um, October 28th. Okay. Perfect. We got three dates. And uh, what is the website and phone number, Rick? Uh, OceanOdysseyFishing.com. Look right online, schedules up. You can look on there or Dina 619-889-4535. And I'm pretty sure the landing also got the schedule posted up this week finally. So Excellent. Look at it at so, so Rick, your um, your schedule, the first trip on your schedule is your first trip, right? You're not, you're not nothing sneaking out? No. Okay. So that date is uh, June 17th. Perfect. All right. And stay with us, Rick. Okay. So then I want to uh, tie up loose ends. We missed something for Lake Elsinore. What was it real quick? For the big event that everybody's been waiting for, it's going to be coming along uh, March 25th. That's going to be at the Diamond Stadium. It's called the Latin Kings of Comedy, and it's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. They've been building this up for a while. They can seat up to 3,000 uh, people in that stadium. So if it was anything like the mariachi, uh, it's going to be full. It's going to be packed. you got to get your tickets at diamondtaproom.com. Diamondtaproom.com. That's going to be March 25th. So save the date. Kings of Comedy, it's going to be off the hook. It's going to be great. All right. And uh, let me see. Any other loose ends? Because the show, we're almost ending right. the show here. Do you, do you uh Tomorrow there's a benefit for that Rattle of the Branches tournament out here in El Cajon. I don't have the information. To it's on, is it at the brewery? It's at the brewery. There's uh, quite a few trips. I think they're being raffled off, and there's a lot of prizes being given away, I think. Oh, uh, very, very cool. Yeah, it's posted on Angler Chronicles, so you can find that uh, there. I'm, I'm trying to you know, go down here and, and find it. Uh, it says it's Joe A. Charters. Okay. In fact, on yeah. the 25th, Angler Chronicles is going to be on site. We are going to film this. Okay. So you'll be able to right. see it on television. Um, and it's just, uh, it's yeah, a tomorrow, great. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Tomorrow is the benefit. They're going to try to raise uh, a little more some funds for, for the event tomorrow. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, so I, I found it here. And it is this Sunday, 220, 2022. Live music, vendors, mechanical bull chicken i can't say it bingo uh raffles and more this is a kid-friendly event uh tito ortiz will be there um it's battle of the branches and uh yeah it, it's a great way to raise money. a mechanical bull all day long oh that's awesome from, uh, yeah. yeah it goes nine to six nine to six so you got plenty of time to get there and it is uh bns brewery I don't know what's the location of that. It's Bruin and Distillery. It's in, it's in El Cajon. I know it's in El Cajon. I don't El Cajon, okay. BNS Brewery. Get over there. 
go support, okay? Because uh, we're taking these vets and we're taking them all out fishing. We've got five boats, all five branches are going to be there. And um, again, taking them out and showing them a good time. This is both veterans and enlisted men right now, soldiers. So, so we're good. I'm on the Army one because I'm Army. I should be on the Marine Corps one. I, huh? <laughs> I should be on the Marine Corps one. <laughs> nope. Earthworms are not allowed. Okay? Nope. Nope. No, it's all good. All right, my brother. You take care of you and our best to Dina. Tell Dina that yep. she's taking too many pictures with her feet crossed. Been noticing yep. that more and more. Yeah, I know, but they... Yep. Tell her I didn't get... She hasn't had... She hasn't received the release from my attorney. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I love it. I love it. All right. Thank you, my friend, and hope to talk okay, to you real have soon. A great show, and we'll talk to you next week. And thank you. Thank you so much on behalf of all of us who go fishing for being vigilant yep. and for, 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 for saving lives. I appreciate it. You got it. Have all a right. great week. Night, take care. Yeah, go ahead. You got uh, something you want to go ahead? So remember, guys, in 10 days, Rockfish Opener opens mm -hmm. and the three i guess the main uh changes uh, vermilion rockfish go from five to four mm -hmm. the uh quillback rockfish only one fish and the copper rockfish or what With we all chuckle call head. chuggleheads you're only allowed to keep one remember and that and if you get i don't know about anybody here but i haven't caught a quillback in california since we were going 900 feet how about you, Steve? Well, you get them in uh, Northern California. Oh, you get them in Northern California. Okay, no, we we used to catch them out here too, but I haven't in Southern California. But it was like, mm, yeah, yeah, the quillback. I catch a lot of those in Alaska. Mm -hmm. A lot of those in Alaska. Yeah, you get a ton of them up there. You know, and now you can't even where I was in Ketchikan, they wouldn't let us keep them. Oh, wow. So, but I think the biggest thing is this, guys. Um, make sure that you adjust your bait correctly so you only catch four. Uh, vermilion, not five. Yep. Okay, <laughs> it's getting so ridiculous. I just don't know what to say, you know. But um, hey, the, the law is the law. They want you to have in your possession only four vermilion, not five, and that's within your ten fish take. Mm -hmm. mm, one, you said one quillback. Good one luck on quillback, that one. Yep, and then and, one chucklehead, and only one chucklehead. Yep, because you know, Sergio, if you. Uh convert over to slow pitch jigging mm -hmm. uh and you're and, and you're following the hook rules okay you don't you don't even have a uh, a teaser hook above your jig you just got the one jig so you're catching your fish one at a time it's a lot easier to comply with the law and because slow pitch gear is so light i mean it's incredibly light it feels like a trout rod every fish every rock fish becomes sport fishing you're not just grinding up. I mean, there's there's something to be said for fish tacos, obviously, mm -hmm. but you're not just grinding up fish taco meat. You're actually doing sport fishing. Excellent. So just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, so uh, it's all good. I got, I, got, I got a caller in here. Let me go to that caller real quick before we run out of show and say good morning, Jeff from... Sergio. How are you? How are you guys doing today? Pretty good. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Hey, just a just a little heads up uh, about the show. The Anglerette booth has a lot of new products. So yeah, and they're across from us. 
Mm-hmm. So right if you're so if you're sitting at our at our chairs, you can look straight across the around the, uh, the. We've got some boats in between us, but you can walk right there. Very That's cool. That's right. Yeah, the Angerettes, uh Is she even up this early? Yeah, in fact, she is. Very good, very good. So we love Jeanette. We love your son Joey, your grandson Aiden. You know, he's one of my favorite <laughs> nephews. So well behaved. I, I I'm, I'm impressed. Okay, so she's right here. You want to talk to her? Is she there, Jeanette? Give it to me. Yes. Yep, she's right here. Here she is. Good morning, Jeanette. Good morning. Good morning, boys. How are you? Good, good, good. What is what is your booth number? I only got two minutes, so real quick. Your booth number it's is five oh five and five oh six. So basically, folks, you're in my booth, Angler Chronicles. You look straight across, and you will see Anglerettes. It's a hop, skip, and a jump, all right? And maybe, well, for the earthworm, it's a little bit of a slither, too. <laughs> but it's it's all good. Um, well, definitely, you know, Rhonda will be here this afternoon. You know she goes checks out all your clothes. She loves her jacket. She, she, you guys done really, really good, good work with your, uh, with your lineup. So women's clothing at its best. You see her blankets? She was huh? posted? Yeah. Jeanette's blankets? I haven't seen the blankets Those yet. Those things look cool. Okay, I'm going to have to get a couple blankets. Uh-huh. All right, it'll be Ten City. Hey, Jeanette, how are you? the softest thing you'll ever see. I'll <laughs> feel. Oh, really? Well, you know, Tony needs oh, a... Yeah. Tony, sometimes, you know, he, he's he's now living permanently in, in Lake Elsinore. It gets cold. Okay, he has a house there. But, you know, once in a while, he, he misses his camping days. And he mm-hmm. goes underneath the 15 freeway there. Uh-huh. And, I'll see you there, with Jeanette. With the carpet. I'll see you there. Get some warm. All right, Jeanette, we'll see you at the show, okay? All right, guys. You take care. I'll see you today. See you later. All right, folks, as all you right. can see, we're all there, okay? Mm-hmm. So Oliver and Fishing Syndicate, Steve Carson's there with Penn. We've got Accurate there. You know, Ben will be there. Tony and the Earthworm, Andrew Mack, will be with us <laughs> in the Angler Chronicles booth. Ron and I, we're going to go do a couple of things before the show, and then we'll head over there. Is well, everybody, the school schedule is online. It's been on there since Thursday night, like I promised, and okay. we're ready to go. So, everybody, you heard that? Anglerchronicles.com. Right. We're not going to really do a lot of printing and kill so many trees. So, what we're going to do is it's online. Go in there. The same phone numbers. Nothing's really changed. Uh, it works the same. Mm-hmm. Then you got 28 charters or something up yes. there. So, you heard seven of them are going to be with the El Dorado. Three we're going to do with the... Ocean Odyssey. I know we're going to be out of Dana Wharf. I know we're going to be out of uh, Pierpoint. Everybody's covered. All right, here's the point. We'll see you at the show, folks, today between 10 and 5 o'clock. Be there. Orange County Fairgrounds. On the rest of us, we're out of here. We'll talk to you next week. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.